what is up, all you campfire fanatics out there. Uh, as you can probably hear, we're uh, a bit mobile today, doing a special driving review edition, heading south on highway. I'm not going to give away the number because I you don't I don't want you to know where I am. But uh, heavy traffic heading the opposite direction. What we're all here to talk about today, though, is most probably the biggest film in motion picture history, Avengers Endgame. It had a staggering, I believe it was $1.3 billion weekend. Um, It is absolutely unheard of. It made more than a lot of the top-grossing movies in history did in their entire run. They took it in a weekend. So this train is not stopping. Um, Hopefully we can finally get rid of the damn Avatar sitting atop the throne because that movie is not good and not worthy of having the uh, highest-grossing uh, label on themselves. Let me just check to make sure my recording is working. Alright, we're all good. So yeah, Avengers Endgame. Well, where do we start? 22 films. Is it 12 years? Is it 10? 11? I don't know. Some, between 10 and 12 years, this shit's been going on. Because uh, Iron Man was like 2007, right? So yeah, Jesus. Absolutely uh, unheard of. I managed to avoid most spoilers. Uh, One of my uh, dickhead friends texted me something uh, to be a dick. But uh, aside from that, I went in mostly, you know, uh, void of a lot of things. Like the revelation that Thor was now fat and depressed, I was not aware of. Um, That caught me the fuck off guard. (laughs) Get it? Ass guard? Off guard? Fuck yeah. Uh... So the movie starts on a very somber note. Um, it's, a, it's a cold open. Again, I was not expecting the cold open. I'm trying to slow down and give this guy time to move in, but, uh, you know, it's okay. Uh, yeah, I was not expecting that. We see the tip of an arrow, and you see this in the, one of the trailers. It's Hawkeye trying to train uh, his daughter, who, I, who had already been trained because she hit the bullseye. Uh, just shooting arrows with his daughter, with a Kate Bishop or something. I don't, I don't know the lore of Hawkeye. Um... And the rest of his family's over at a picnic table, about to eat some food, and then he looks away for a second, and he looks to his daughter, and he's like, all right, you know, we're going to go eat some food, Kate, uh, where'd you go? And then she's gone, and then he looks back at the rest of his family, and they're all gone too, and you just kind of slightly see dust floating in the wind, you don't actually see them, like, dissolve, it's kind of like how Ant-Man did it at the end, the end credit scene of Ant-Man 2, where they're just kind of already gone. Uh, so that's the opening of the movie. Excuse me, pardon me. Uh, it's not as easy to drive and talk as I uh, expected. So yeah, I'm not going to go through the whole thing bit by bit. But um, just that caught me off guard. And also, I didn't expect them to go to several different time frames. Uh, so yeah, by the way, spoilers. Uh... But then again, judging by how much money it made, everyone's seen this film. I had to wait till Sunday morning to see it personally. But uh, yeah, they went to several different films in the history, and I wasn't expecting that. I, the only one I knew of was uh, the first Avengers, because like those set photos that leaked out like 
a year and a half ago, had them wearing those little time things on their wrists. So that gave that away a little bit. So we knew that was happening. But yeah, they went to they went to Avengers. They went to Thor 2, of all of them. Uh, they went to the opening of Guardians of the Galaxy 1. They went to... Uh, this period in 1970, which isn't from a movie, but uh, from a time, because they needed to get you know, the pin particles and the uh, Tesseract, because they, they fucked up, uh, they fucked up getting that, and, and Loki, the captured Loki from the end of Avengers ended up taking it and transporting himself somewhere, we don't know where, or if that even still occurred, but, uh, I guess that's possible, it's one way to have him still have a show, in which case he'll be, like, evil, kind of a dickhead Loki, or, or they'll just forget about it, and because those shows never have any relevance whatsoever to anything, uh, they'll just do their own thing. Although maybe because they're going on Disney's own streaming service, they're actually, and they're using the real actors, like, maybe these actually will have some kind of an impact on stuff? Probably not. Just because, I don't know, it's probably a lot to keep track of. Enough, all these films that are hard enough to make them flow, you know, correctly. Uh, so that happened. So yeah, they, they fucked up, and then they had to go into 1970 where... Cap saw Haley Atwell, aka Peggy Carter, and for like the beginning of the movie, he like looks at the locket with her picture in it, and it's like everyone kind of went and like, okay, Cap's probably gonna die. But I, I had this thought like a long time ago that why don't they just send him back to the past and be with Peggy Carter, get that dance? Uh, and sure enough, we got some allusions to it like fucking immediately when he starts looking at the locket, and I'm like, oh, well, that's exactly what's happening. He's gonna go back in time and live with her instead. Um, so you have that moment in the beginning, and then the, the moment in 1970 where he sees her in person, and then it's like, okay, yeah, this is totally what the fuck's happening. That was what it clicked for me, like, no, Cap's living, going back, Iron Man's probably going to have to die. He, the person who started it all has to end it all. Um, and yeah, that was that was what ended up happening in the end. <laughs> the end game, get it. Uh, unfortunately, Iron Man... Tony Stark is dead. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. efficiently ending his tenure um, with with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and Disney does not have to pay him any more crazy amounts of money. Um, I guess they're probably happy about that. So what does he do now? I guess they're they're doing like a third Sherlock Holmes, right? I think that's still happening. It's gonna be weird. I guess they could always do a thing where if they do a movie set in the past, which apparently they're not opposed to doing, there's still going to be that um, Black Widow movie, apparently, but she also died. She had to sacrifice herself to to get the Soul Stone. So if that's still underway, then I guess it'll just take place at one of her old missions, I guess. But that's just weird. Like, you're doing a movie for a character who has no future. So what's the point? Maybe that was all just talk to, like, keep people, like, off the scent? I don't know. Um, One thing that did bother me, I'm jumping around a lot, uh, just because, you know, I'm driving and doing what I can here. But, okay, so Hulk put on the the iron gauntlet, I'm going to call it the iron gauntlet that Tony Stark made. Um, snapped his fingers, and everyone who was dusted came back. Okay, so so that means Vision and, you know, well, 
current timeline Gamora and Scarlet and uh, Scarlet not Scarlet Witch. Uh, I, was, I was I fucked that up because her real name is Scarlet, and there's someone named Scarlet Witch. I'm trying to talk about Black Widow, but then I start I'm, I want to say Scarlet Widow, and that doesn't work. It's, it's it's kind of right, but it's also kind of not. Uh, so yeah, they don't come back. Um, just the people who are dusty. But the Gamora is there because of time shenanigans. So past Gamora is there who doesn't know the Guardians at all. So that's kind of sad. So uh, get ready for that. Meeting up the plot of the third movie of Guardians. Uh, so yeah, Hulk snaps his fingers. Everyone comes back. Uh, Iron Man gets the gauntlet, snaps his fingers, dusts Thanos and all his entire army. So that's gone. There's, the threat's over. The Infinity Saga is officially done. Uh, and then we see Peter Parker, or five Peter Parker, who, mind you, has not aged because he's been dead, uh, but he is five years into the future, so, but then he goes back to school, and his friend Ned is still in school? That doesn't make any sense. Why, why is his Ned, why is his friend Ned still in school, and why has Ned not aged five years? That's the problem when you're using high school kids. In five years, five years is a dramatic difference. Uh, I mean, like, if you were to look at me in five years from now, I wouldn't look all that different, probably. Well, you know, hopefully. Uh, but shit, 16-year-old me, age me five years, I look a lot fucking different. I had a full fucking beard, uh, you know, put on a little weight. But, uh, you know, so, I mean, that was already fat. He look, he look honestly he looked fatter like that that guy that actor he needs to he might want to consult you know DDP or something or some kind of physician but uh yeah so that's driving me crazy that's kind of the only thing that's bothering me is that it just didn't it's it didn't make sense so because he'd be in college and they're not going to Europe with college and he in Peter Parker's still in high school he's still technically how old is he supposed to be 16 17 16 17 by now because this movie was a couple years ago. So, in theory, if he's aging that far, he's aging with the movies. Although, he may not... I'm fucking... It's confusing. I don't know how the fucking time works in these things. Uh, so, yeah, that was weird. Um, I mean, obviously, probably one of the biggest payoffs of the movie is Cap finally wielding uh, Millennaire. Uh Picks that shit up, tosses it at Thanos. It's like, oh, what the fuck just happened? Did Thor call it? No, motherfucker, it was Captain America. He got that shit. He picked it up. Thor saw it, and he's like, oh, I knew it. Uh, that guy pulled a dangerous maneuver. Uh, so, yeah. And then just fucking immediately started using lightning and shit, all these techniques that, like, it took Thor three movies to, like, properly figure out. It was fucking awesome. Uh, Captain America is... This, it's an anomaly with the MCU, because Captain America is a character that I just... I honestly hated. I didn't care for him at all in the comics. Uh... It's too, it was too goody-goody, but, like, he was goody-goody in this, too, but they also kind of made it a point that, you know what, if he sees shit that's not right, he will do whatever it takes. Like, look at Winter Soldier or in, in Civil War. That motherfucker knew the, what was going on was wrong and put a stop to it. Uh, sometimes the end result wasn't the best, like, you know, him and Iron Man having that falling out and the Avengers basically splitting up entirely. Uh... Man, credit to Chris Evans and big credit to the Russo brothers for taking over it with Winter Soldier and then Civil War. Because holy shit, those guys can direct a fucking action movie and make it insane and handle an ensemble. Because uh, those those last two Cap movies basically were ensembles. Um, 
and it worked out really well. Uh, Cap became, like, my favorite part of all of these characters, which is crazy to me. Uh, I'm, like, of all the fucking characters that could have died, Cap is the one I'm gonna miss the most, and it's, it's bizarre to me. Uh, his solo movies, uh, I mean, especially after Winter Soldier, because Winter Soldier, for me, is the absolute highlight of the MCU, uh, it's, it's, it was true when it came out, and it's still true now, even after Infinity War and, and Endgame, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty crazy to me, check how, how long I've been recording, not too bad, uh, it's a bit of a rapid fire review, it's about to go into a store, but, uh, you know, the stories by the, uh, bonfire, Keep it short and concise. Uh, I mean, you've all seen it. You've all seen the moments. Professor Hulk, a bit weird. I'm not gonna lie. It was kind of jarring looking at it, but hearing a regular Mark Ruffalo voice with no like buff Hulk distortion whatsoever, very odd to me. It never, it never got uh, not that way. No matter how many times they showed him talking. Uh, the time travel shit was great. Um, this is another example, like, again, they're so fucking good at taking characters from solo movies that were, you know, they're okay, like, Ant-Man 1 and 2 are, they're, they're fine, they're fun, I guess, but then putting him in, in this movie, and fucking Ant-Man, like, stole the show, like, every scene he was in, he stole the goddamn show, they did that with Doctor Strange in Infinity War, like, his solo movie, eh, that was, you know what, that's alright, that was a fun little magic time, but then fucking Doctor Strange in Infinity War, it was like the MVP of the movie for me. Like every time he was in the in the scene, just fucking awesome. Uh, and yeah, and it happened with that man, and they did it with Nebula too. Like this was like Nebula's movie. It seemed like it was pretty crazy. So that was awesome. And uh, overall, I mean, Endgame was a damn fine conclusion. Was it better than Infinity War? No, it was not. Um, however, it was a very, very satisfying conclusion to one of the most incredible feats ever achieved in cinema, and uh, so it gets a big 9.5 out of 10 from your boy, the host of Cinema Bonfire, and with that, our third review comes to a close. Stay tuned, everybody, for more reviews coming soon, coming quick, coming fast. We'll see you at the bonfire.